This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Creona, the Rollins Band, have a question for you. start that again Barton Barton believes that as the just heard are you ready 
is a cover, of course by Thin Lizzy, that it should herald this week's Covers Corner. But it doesn't. Acreona. I've had a tough week. Obviously not on the same level as fleeing invading troops trying to liberate, sorry, occupy your own country. But uh, I woke up earlier this week. I need to discover I'd lost my voice. Probably down to the fact that I've been shouting, I can't say singing, at the Palace match on Sunday. 4-0, get in. Sorry, all you non-footballing listeners. I didn't realise my voice had packed up its vocal cords and vacated my throat until I met up with one of my work colleagues Monday morning and tried to greet him. Nothing apart from a coke. Fortunately, or not, depending on your point of view, during the course of the day, it did uh, return, only to be substituted by a runny nose and a slight cough. So maybe not down to too much celebrating. And no, I haven't got COVID. In other first world problems, a four-month-old dishwasher blew its circuit board. Fortunately, it's, you know, under guarantee. Do you know what the cause was? I'll tell you. Somehow a slug, that's right, a garden slug, managed to get into the electronics and being somewhat on the uh, conductive side, blew himself up. I kid you not, I saw the Hiroshima-style shadow on the casing. Right, back to music and a Norwegian punk band that I have got no chance in pronouncing, so I'll spell them. Uh, It's B, followed by three A's, each with a small O over the top of them, and finally a V, all in capitals, have just released the album, and I'll stand a slim chance of getting this right, Recall, I told you it was slim, Uh, in English, Recycle. The album cover pays homage to The Clash's London Calling album that in turn took inspiration from Elvis Presley's debut. We're talking about the lettering and not the imagery. Anyway, there are 13 tracks on offer, all sung in their native language. Uh, Without resorting to Google Translate, I have not got a clue what the threesome are singing about. Worryingly, track four does actually translate into Reindeer in the Ass, I kid you not. However, this one is called Sar. Da Med Fis.
kick it with a clash interconnectedness. Ukrainian punk band Beton have covered London Calling, changing it to Kiv Calling. No, not yet, Barton. Jesus. It was mixed and mastered by Danny Sabre, who worked with Clash Front and Joe Strummer prior to his death in 2002. Unfortunately, all the band's social media accounts are currently being blocked. Who knew? this before but when a band has been going for decades it's very unusual for the lineup to stay intact with no one leaving buzzcocks who started in 1976 now only feature one classic lineup member of 
guitarist and since the sad death of Pete Shelley, lead vocalist in the shape and form of Steve Diggle, who I saw perform a uh, Buzzcock set at the last Vivla Rock Awards as a tribute to uh, Pete with the uh, Vivla Rocker House Band. Uh, Pauline Murray from Penetration's version of What Do I Get had me wanting her to take on the role of vocalist full-time. However, I did think that uh, Steve did look a bit uncomfortable in his newfound, unasked for, role. The band have recorded new material. The Gotta Get Better 7-inch that came out in February 2020. How ironic is that? And uh, on the 28th of next month, the uh, Senses Out of Control 3-track 10-inch is due to hit the real and virtual record shops with Steve seemingly much more relaxed. Volcanics last Saturday, that was the 19th of March. Future streaming, downloading, and non live rock radio UK listeners played a gig at the Lyrics Underground in Perth, Western Australia, for the release of the Why Chitty Do That and the Red Forward Stroke Blue Day single. The latter is their own composition with Why Chitty Do That, originally released by the boys. No, not our boys, but the Australian band of the same name as tribute to writer Paul McCarthy who sadly passed away at the end of 2020. 
not get barn. Bloody hell. Uh, sometimes, as soon as you hear the opening note or a power chord of a song, you know instinctively that you're going to like the band. Yeah, admittedly, the vocalist can spoil things. For me, if they're all like, you know, shouty. Uh, the band had me parting with my filthy lucre within the first 12 seconds were the Dogmatics and the title track from their May the 6th release of Drop That Needle. But don't take my word for it. On the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, who's been piss pronouncing worms since July 2007.
after the dogmatics and drop that needle. You heard, because I played the delinquents and love O, taken from their up and coming debut album, Too Late, Too Little, Too Loose, which is due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 24th of June. And this is The Cruel Intentions and Repercussions. And before you all start emailing me saying that I've spelt repercussions wrong in the show notes, that you'll be able to find tomorrow morning over at theparanoidsgrill.com. I haven't, as it's a play on Reaper, as in the Grim. Take it up with the band. to this week's first, that's right, Barton, the first segmentation, and it's D&D Philpots, grammar-free in the UK. Sorry, not sorry, Barton. This week, it's the turn of Nick from the English Dogs. Grammar-free in the UK. The lockdown letters. Bonkers correspondence. To and from UK. Punk artists during 2020. (laughs) 
dare English dogs. I am all for organisation and pre-arranged logistics, but was devastated to learn via your Get Off My In Moon record of a particularly disturbing occasion scheduled for this very evening. Thankfully, the closest that I can locate to this distressing do on Facebook events is a far more savoury affair, a pastoral bazaar due to take place in Dunmo, Essex, on September the 13th between 1 and 5pm. The Stebbing Village Fate 2020 seems far less alarming than your announcement, and I must seriously question whether the hostelry's landlord is indeed aware of the brutal booking. You declare that you are going down to a stabbing at the Rosen Crown tonight. I sincerely hope that the proposed possibly fatal piercing is not part of some turf war connected to your perceived ownership of Earth's only satellite, sirs, and especially not Mr Sting. He informed me through Radio 2 that he is walking back from my house to that precise lunar location at this very moment. Yours, D. Philpot. Dear, dear Derek Philpot. We thank you in advance for your letter of concern over said situation which you are clearly in a frustrated state of worry. May we reassure you that said Mr. Sting is aware of impending beating and possible piercing of any body part as a result of foregoing numerous warnings and gentle knuckle raps in accordance to the trespassing and constant barracking of one Dr. Waft, who does rent the particular section of the aforementioned moon and seemingly hath no respect in the fact that this is not a shortcut for him to visit his invisible son en route to your or anyone else's house. Dr. Waft has been a reliable and gracious tenant for a number of years now, and as the last of the Minroids, deserves to have a quiet and tranquil life basking in the variant glow of solar rays and deafening silence of space tranquility without having Mr. Sting stomping through his garden. I'm sure he would agree. After all, he did give the human race the dance of the Minroid. No mean feat by Darwin standards. <laughs> Nay, no matter, I digress. I assure you, the beating of said Clint, typo on the song lyrics there, will be as quick as a whip and virtually untraceable to the naked ear. And we, as the enforcers of the said contract on Mr. Sting, shall probably only use a newspaper initially, and maybe a pin to secure his future in our favourite scrapbook for our entomologist collection. I do hope this helps you with your worried disposition. Yours internally, Nick. English Dogs. Grammar Free in the UK by D&D Philpot. It's available from www.coshboy.com forward stroke shop forward stroke 119 forward stroke. Or from your favourite independent book or record shop. I know I only played some Michael Monroe on last week's show. And yes, I mentioned to Rich Jones that wheels should be put in motion for them to support the damned at Hammersmith Odeon in October. But... Uh, as I'm sure you're all acutely aware that on Tuesday we were able to pre-order 
Michael Munro's brand spanking new album, I Live Too Fast to Die Young, that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 10th of June. Are we spoilt for choice or what? Red and blue vinyl, each with different artwork, cassette, signed stuff, a CD, obviously a download, T-shirts, there was a test pressing that sold straight out. Sadly, uh, going back in time a bit, the, the band's last album... One Man Gang never got the promotion that it justified. Uh, nothing to do with the record label, but of course, everything went to shite with COVID-19. So not only did the last train to Tokyo get cancelled, but the rail replacement bus service broke down as well. It's a shame. Really good album. However, to whet our appetite, a track has been lifted from I Live Too Fast to Die Young in the shape and form of Murder, The Summer of Love that sounds remarkably like this. Now, where did I put those tissues? Oh! 
couple of weeks ago, on episode 850, I mentioned that US magazine Decibel would be including with their next issue a flexi-disc of an unavailable elsewhere helicopter's track called If We All Ran Away, recorded for, you know, for the same sessions as the uh, Eyes of Oblivion album. I went on to say that you uh, had to describe to Decibel for a minimum of nine months that would set you back, if you lived outside of North America, $60, and that I would wait for someone to upload the audio to YouTube. Well, someone has. Currently nearly 1,300 people have viewed it. I sort of feel uneasy about playing it, as it was pointed out on the socials that the band gave the song to Decibel because they wanted to support one of the last US print magazines. And I would, you know, hazard a guess that none of the owners and staff at Decibel are living the Hugh Hefner lifestyle and generally need the revenue to, you know, pay bills and put food on the table. About three or four years ago, one lunchtime, I knocked up at work a hybrid motorhead forward stroke damned logo consisting of the uh, war pig snaggletooth sporting Captain Sensible's trademark red berry with round sunglasses with the words motorhead above it and the damn below it in their classic typefaces. I was quite pleased with it and shared it on the aforementioned socials. Someone made a small badge out of it, minus the words, that you could buy on eBay for a tenner that I didn't get. Clearly, I wasn't the copyright holder, but uh, now I know how artists feel when they see their latest album on an illegal downloading site. Having said that, though, I am going to play the song. Uh, My justification is you can't now get the magazine with the copters track. I think you had to describe by the 7th of March. So all those who could afford the physical item now should own it. And for the rest, it's digitally available. That sounds remarkably like this.
was Abracadabra, the title track of the new Hardcore Superstore album. Before that, it was the classic LA Guns tune, Rip and Tear, that followed on after the helicopters and If We All Ran Away. With the time approaching dead on 5 to midnight, or uh, 5 to 10 if you're listening to the uh, 9am Sunday morning repeat, Streaming and downloading listeners, this obviously doesn't apply to you, along with non-Greenwich meantime residents. Anyway, I'd better wrap things up with the Cosmic Debris and Interstellar Solar Race from the just-released self-titled album. Until next week, take it easy.
Thanks for tuning in to the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. Where you don't have to wear a mask or observe social distancing. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production.